three, two, one. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to or welcome back to the Nerd Alert Podcast. My fellow nerds, dorks, and geeks, welcome to Nerd Alert. Oh, the world's a crazy place right now. Like, absolutely crazy. Um, waiting for games to come out, waiting for consoles to launch. Don't know if consoles are launching this year. Don't know if games are coming out this year. Like, everything has been turned on its head, paused, shaken, blended, stirred, whatever you want to call it. Ginsued. <laughs> it's been thrown through a shredder. Uh, the whole development cycle of everything has been just complete chaos right now. Like normally every year we're like, all right, you know, typically like a Call of Duty or every couple of years, World of Warcraft expansion will hit every like two to three years. A World of Warcraft expansion hit every year. Call of Duty hits. Um, There's there's these development cycles, right, of like when when things will happen and we're expecting new consoles this year. Uh, Xbox Series X. There's a Series S that has loosely been confirmed um controller got shown somewhere i think on amazon or something and uh was quickly taken down but i was like "Hmm, that's not a series x controller that's a different controller like what the hell is that for and a lot of people are like oh there's been this rumor of this other console which i knew about the disc and the discless series x of like, maybe there's a cheaper Xbox series coming out and it's a Series S. Uh, Microsoft has not denied it. That is the thing. Normally, Microsoft be like, oh no, that's that's complete false. That's complete false allegations. That system doesn't exist. And they haven't done that with this, but they haven't confirmed it either. And I'm like, mm, okay. You're like, all right, yeah, I see what you guys are doing. You're kind of just letting it be, which is not normal for them. So it's like, yeah, it's loosely confirmed. Like loose. That's why I say it's loosely confirmed because they haven't been like, Oh, we got to squash this. This is false. Blah, 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 blah. They're like, eh, whoops. <laughs> Shit got out. Like our bad. But waiting for pre-orders to, to open and all that. And I told the wife that I was only going to get one console this year. I'm building a computer, this and that, like I'm building a computer. It's not a console killer. There's like, to be a con to even compete with the consoles on paper, you got to spend like $3,500 on a computer. And I'm like, eh, I'm not willing to invest that much up front. Uh, I'm not trying to beat a console. There's games I play on, on computer. I play console. Like I'm, I'm not one of those, Oh, PC master race or consoles are better than PC. It's one of those things of like, I just like the game. Like at the end of the day, I just like playing video games. Like I've done it for, 31 years now. And it's, it's one of those things of like, I just like game. I like to be entertained. It's how I'm entertained. It's how I escape how shitty the world is. Um, I'll jump into world of Warcraft or call of duty or a battlefield or a Forza or, or some indie game. Um, uh, been playing a lot of forager lately and don't know why, like game is freaking addictive as hell. I love it. The game's addictive as hell. It's really simple. Um, Grounded, ah, man, I'm I'm over the survival games. I really am. Um, I'm waiting for Rust to get launched on console. Uh, I think once that happens, I think that'll be the last survival game I will play for an extremely long amount of time. 
Um, Minecraft already takes up a ton of my time in that department. As does a lot of people. Like, a lot of people still play Minecraft. I'm not a Fortnite guy. I'm not a Battle Royale guy. I really don't care for Battle Royales. Um, they're a dime a dozen anymore. Like, it seems like every shooter's got to have uh, a Battle Royale, which is very aggravating. It, it really is. But I get it. You know, that's where a majority of the players play at. Um, as far as shooters, like, I don't even really screw with Call of Duty. And I used to be a huge Call of Duty guy, like, from Modern Warfare 2 on. I always would have Call of Duty. And now it's like, uh, do I really need, need another shooter? Like, do I really need that? You know, it's, it's one of those things. So I'm building a computer um, to, one, play World of Warcraft. Like, yeah, I play it on my laptop, but I want to run better graphics and, and do all that. Uh, two, I want to build a computer to build it. I haven't built one in a while. And I used to be a huge hobbyist of doing it. It used to be really fun. Um, so I want to kind of get back into it, kind of get back to my roots a little bit, so to speak. And uh, the new Microsoft Flight Sim is coming out. And um, my laptop will not run it. And I am a huge, anyone that knows me knows that I am a huge aerospace nerd. <laughs> like spacecrafts ufos aliens like jump in loser we're doing butt stuff and um aircraft like i am just all about it <laughs> just all all about it and uh when we went out to dc and we went out to dc last year i know that they have the smithsonian space and air museum out there or air and space museum and I was like, oh, I really want to go, really want to go, really want to go. I want it because I know they got one of the space shuttles in there. I know they have an SR-71 Blackbird in there. It's like the highest flying spy plane. literally flies on the edge of space. I'm like, man, they got one in there. I want, I want to see it so bad. Like, dude, that that was awesome to me. Like, as a kid, even now it's awesome. I'm like, dude, I really want to see it. Uh, they have the model of Close Encounters of the Third Kind in there, the mothership model that was actually screen used as the actual legit real one. Uh, they have that in there. And, uh, of course, like when we went out there, it was them celebrating Apollo 11, the moon landing. Uh, so seeing the declaration and the constitution, you know, the bill of rights, all that. And as you're walking out, they actually had the things, the photographs and the transcripts from Nixon and the moon, the moon landing transcripts and all that stuff. And I was like, oh my God, like, this is so cool to see this. Like, holy crap, look, this is a real deal. Like, this is awesome. And the wife and, and the kid was kind of like, eh, whatever, whatever, don't really care. And I was like, oh my God, like, it's so cool. <laughs> and um, we went to the Air and Space Museum. And I was so excited to go there. I was like, I'm going to go, like, holy sweet Jesus, I'm going to see a space show. Nope. Nope. I did get to see the Wright, the Wright Brothers glider, the one that ushered in modern flight. Like the actual one, that was freaking badass. I was like, oh my God, it's so cool. Um, They had, I think, I want to say it's either Neil Armstrong or Buzz Aldrin's spacesuit that was going to be on display like the day after we were leaving. It was going on display. I was so pissed that I missed it. I was like, damn it. Like, I wanted to see it so freaking bad. Uh, but they had a actual moon lander there to set up. And that thing's huge. 
Well, I'm like, oh my God, like I didn't realize how big it actually is. Um, stand it. I was like, yeah, you know, cool. Awesome. They had a space, like a replica space. It wasn't actual, like one that went to the moon, <laughs> but they had one on display and they're pretty bulky. I was like, wow, you know, there's, there's a lot of bulk. There's not a lot of movement to them. I was like, okay, like I can see why, you know, they had, would have hard times doing things that we can do here on earth very easily. It'd be very hard for them to pick up something small. Like there has to be special tools and all this. I can see why there's a lot of R and D that goes into equipment to be used with the spacesuit. Like I, I understand that now. Um, they had the moon Rover on display. That was cool. Seeing that that'd be a freaking awesome time. Just getting to drive that. Uh, of course they said no to joy rides, but I had to ask anyways, but the space shuttle and the SR-71, like three quarters of it was closed off. So I didn't get to see a space shuttle. I didn't get to see the, the Blackbird, the SR-71 Blackbird. Um, I did get to see ICBM though, and that was sweet. I was like, oh, wow, you know, old tech that was fixing to blow us up. Now we're in the like super new tech that's fixing to blow us up. And um, I was so disappointed, like so disappointed that I didn't get to see space shuttle. Because I remember watching NASA channel uh, as a kid growing up and watching space launches and all that. And I was like, oh, like one day, you know, I wanted to be an astronaut so bad. Like that was, as a kid, you know, you always, well, what are you going to be when you grow up? I don't know, firefighter, police officer. I'm like, I want to be an astronaut. I want to go to outer space. And uh, all my friends laughed at me. Like, oh, you're too dumb to be an astronaut. And uh, NASA has confirmed that. Like NASA has been like, hey, here's your. 27th rejection letter <laughs> like stop trying it's not happening we don't need you <laughs> i'm like not even the one we trip to mars and they're like nope <laughs> like damn it i uh, just i just want to go man like it would be so awesome like it would be so just a freaking it'd be a ride all the way around man like one getting to go to space and and be quote unquote weightless, even though you're not really weightless. And, um, that ride, man, that like freaking just kick, literally kicking the ass because you're on a rocket doing like 29 million miles an hour or whatever it is. Like, dude, <laughs> it'd be a freaking rip. So with the advent of SpaceX, uh, watched SpaceX for years, like very closely, SpaceX, Blue Origin, all that. And um, SpaceX now has approved missions and all that. I was like, oh, this is going to be awesome. How long, how long before they start selling tickets on that shit? <laughs> like straight up. How much is a ticket going to be? Because I know that uh, Boeing is building a, a craft to go to outer space called the Starliner. And that's their jet. That's their their jet. <laughs> yeah, they build jets too. Um, that's their intent. There we go. Thank you, brain, for working for once. Their intent is to commercialize space. Of like legit, there's companies out there who want to build space hotels, all that stuff, and it'd be so cool. Like it would be awesome if you could get the price down. Like it's gonna be ridiculously expensive starting out. And I get it. I mean, there's a lot that could go wrong. There's a lot of R&D that's gone into this. There's a lot of there's a lot of capital that's been tied up in doing this. 
but man, to be like, yeah, I'm going to go for the weekend uh, to uh, this hotel. It's in space. And getting to experience something that up until this point, not a whole lot of people have been able to experience would be something. Like just open it up. It's going to open it up for new industries and new products and just everything. Um, things that we just can't develop here because of our gravity or whatever and manufacturing and just everything like a super advanced manufacturing, obviously. Um, but yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be one of those things of like down the line and probably not like next year or five years, 10 years from now, probably like 20, 30, maybe 40, maybe even 50 years from now. Um, it'll be a normal thing. It'll be like going to the airport now and Hey, I'm going to go fly to New York. Oh, Hey, I'm going to fly to to Vegas or Florida. Uh, it'll be, Hey, I'm going to freaking going to the moon for a week. Like, you know, I'll send you, I'll send you videos or whatever, whatever we'll have by then probably be holograms or something, which would be freaking awesome. Cause then I could have R2D2, but Damn. And no, I won't tell R2-D2 to wait on, to wait on the craft, to wait on the ship. I felt bad for R2-D2, man. Like no one, the people that know, I won't say that no one knows, but the people that know why R2-D2 never listens to that, get it. And the people that don't are like, that stupid droid doesn't listen. It's because it was Anakin's droid, man. And the last thing he told him, like you watch episode three, Vengeance of the Sith, even though I hated that the the prequels so much, but not as much as I hated the new episodes. <laughs> like the new episodes are so bad. Uh, but the reason that R two D two never listens to R two stay on the ship is because Anakin told him to stay on the ship. He was following him. He's like R two, wait on the ship, stay on the ship. Right before he became Vader. So literally he got abandoned and uh, yeah, droid of abandonment issues. Who knew? <laughs> Who would have thought? But that's why he doesn't listen to it is because he's like, nope, not doing it, not doing it, not doing it, not doing it. And I'm like, wow, like that that's insane. Like there's a whole backstory to like why and more in depth, but that is like the short and sweet version of it. And I'm like, wow, you know, that's, that's freaking like, that's intense. Like I never thought about that. Like droids have feelings. Huh? I'm like, hmm. That's interesting. Like, okay, you know, maybe maybe there's more to the, like the Star Wars universe than what I than what I know. Um, but man, like sitting here waiting for the Mandalorian season two trailer to drop, uh, which should be soon because I believe in October. I think I seen October that episodes are going to start coming out again, and uh, looking super forward to it. Like this is such a great show. Of I knew it was going to be big. I was like, all right, you know, the Mandalorian, like I get it. Everyone's like, oh, Boba Fett. And I'm like, hmm, Boba Fett's not really a Mando. Like he's, he's removed his helmet and we've seen his face and all this, which I guess there's, there's different divisions of Mandalorians. Like some can remove the helmet. Some can't. Um, in the case of the Mandalorian, he never removes his helmet. Like the first time I seen him in an interview, if I was helmet, I was like, oh, I can't watch this. No, must not. This is not the way. And, um, it's, 
it's one of those things of like, I knew the show was going to be big. I just didn't know how freaking big that show was going to be. Of like, it single handedly saved Star Wars for me. And I'm sure for a lot of people, like it is so good. It's so well written. It's so well shot. Just everything about it is just amazing. Um, not like the first season, there wasn't really one just meh episode, you know, like the filler episode of like, they really didn't know what to do of everything served its purpose. And I looked forward to every week, which was very unusual for a streaming service to be like, Hey, we're going to drop an episode once a week instead. Oh, okay. Oh, here's all eight episodes or whatever. Right. Uh, like Netflix does of stranger things. Oh, here you go. You can binge it. I love binging. Uh, especially Stranger Things, which I'm sad to see that go in 2021. Yes, 2021 Stranger Things will be saying bye-bye. Um, not this year. Uh, the whole COVID thing and shooting and doing all that. But uh, the trailer kind of ruined kind of ruined season four already for me because I'm like, Hopper's alive. Like, how the hell, how in the F did he survive season three? Like, How? Granted, there was no body, but I'm like, mm, but we were shown at the beginning of that season of that contraption can literally vaporize people. I was like, wow, he, he didn't, he didn't make it. And then end of season three, it was like, hey, not, they're feeding uh, that dude to the Demogorgon. They're like, oh no, not the American. And I'm like, American, like there's, they have someone that we don't know. And everyone's like a topper, a topper, a topper. I'm like, it can't be, he died. Like, he had to die, though we didn't see a body, and we didn't see him disintegrate. Eh, assume he's dead. And then the trailer's like, oh, surprise, <laughs> Hopper's alive. He's in, he's in a prison camp. He's in a labor camp. And I'm like, mm, like, you guys couldn't play that to the chest, could you? Like, you couldn't keep that a, a surprise, a secret. Uh, I think it would have worked. Like, it's the whole Justice League thing, right? Or not really a Justice League thing. It's uh, the Batman versus Superman thing. Of like, okay, Superman got killed by Doomsday. And then they, they did Funeral for a Friend real quick. Real quick, which Funeral for a Friend would have been great as a movie all by its own. Um, I showed the dirt rising off of Superman's casket. Like he wasn't dead, he was just knocked out. And I was like, damn it, you should have left him as being dead. Like, straight up, should have left him as being dead. And then, oh, hey, this next film, guess what? Funeral for a friend. He comes back to life. Um, I think if they would have played their cards a little bit better on that, that movie would have been so much better. That movie for me, even though I'm not a huge DC fan, I'm a diehard Marvel fan. I appreciate DC. I can appreciate the fans of DC. But I was like, ah, they kind of ruined it for me. Like that kind of, mm, I just, that extra little, kick in the gut to take me out of it like damn you know i want to be i want to be transported when i watch a movie right i want to i want to experience something i want to feel things uh like you watch endgame and if you've watched all of the marvel fil films up until that point that are in the marvel cinematic universe not every marvel film but the MC the marvel universe films right leading up until Endgame, and then you watch Endgame, and the end of Endgame, like, you can't help but feel things, like, that movie, as a, it's not the movie to jump into, it's not the first one to jump into, but that movie makes you happy, 
it makes you excited. It makes you want to sit on the edge of your seat. You're engaged. You're like, this is, this is freaking awesome. And you cry. There's a couple points you cry. And I'm like, you get attached to these characters. They did such a good job of immersing you and making you believe, even though, yeah, they're a comic book, they're a comic book character, they're a, they're a movie, they're an actor, right? They're an actor playing a role. They make you so immersed in the story that when it comes time to say goodbye, you you feel, you can't help but feel, you feel a certain way. And I've been going back through and watching watching them in chronological order, not the order they released, but chronological order is like, all right, you know, the first movie that released was 2008's Iron Man, but the first movie you're supposed to watch in chronological order is Captain America, the first Avenger, uh, which my daughter loves Chris Evans. So she's like, this is great. And she wanted to watch them. She's never seen them. All right. She's never seen any of them. And I was like, all right, you know, we'll watch a couple a week or whatever until we get through them all. And the first, um, the first Avengers film where they're all arguing on the helicarrier and he's like, you know, Chris, Captain America is going at Iron Man and he's like, why are you just a man in your, in a suit? He's like, best part of you is made in the lab. And all this, and Captain America's like, you're just a man in a suit. Without that, what are you, nothing? You're not the guy to make sacrifice play. And then you fast forward that all the way to Endgame, to the ending of Endgame, where he makes the sacrifice play to save everybody. And, like, everyone's back, for the most part, unless it was actual physical death. And he makes the sacrifice play of the I Am Iron Man. And I lost it. I absolutely lost it at that part. I was like, oh my God, they sold it so freaking good. And I don't get like that in movies at all. But my wife took me. It was opening weekend. It was actually opening day. Uh, it was like a Friday morning or something. And uh, we got first showing. And we went and seen it. And it was a hell of a ride. Like, it was a hell of a ride. Um. I was so excited because I finally had the body of Thor. <laughs> like I was like, yes, fat Thor. Hell yeah. And then I kind of knew what was coming. I didn't fully know. Like I had read um, the Infinity War, the Infinity Wars when it came out in comic form, like on my bedroom floor reading it. It was an annual. It was awesome. It was awesome. And um, so I kind of knew what was going to somewhat happen. I just didn't know how they were going to go about explaining it in the MCU versus the comic book. Comic book was like, completely different, but um, it was awesome. Like it was, so, it was so awesome getting to see there and experience it in a packed theater. And then it came time for the end of the film and totally wasn't expecting it totally wasn't expecting the struggle i was like oh, shit thanos is gonna win again like they're gonna change it because they changed the order they changed people that got snapped in the movie versus people that got snapped in the comic book and i'm like shit they're gonna make it so thanos wins like they're gonna lose again and edge of that seat moment 
and there's a struggle and then Tony gets the stones and you see him he's like Rah! and I'm like no like no I remember literally in the movie theater screaming at the screen like no and he's like I am Iron Man and, you know does the snap and I was like no there was a lot of people that reacted that way of just that like sheer like fuck, you know whole emotion that ran through us and then of course everyone shows up and he's dying like it, w- it was done like the stones killed him and uh i was just like damn you know like damn it like oh my god like it made me feel something like you assholes <laughs> like damn it i don't want to feel this emotion right now i don't want to feel this emotion and then they did the whole funeral scene and i was like oh my god i lost it um like the waterworks were already going at that point but i mean that that eulogy that whoever wrote that you feel something i mean you have to go through some serious freaking crap to write that eulogy you don't just pull that out of thin there it's not like oh hey i got no that's you went through some fucking trauma growing up man you lost some people like the hard way like big huge shock and very much conveyed that in there and I lost it and the wife reached for my hand and I was like oh hell no oh no oh no oh no 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 because you will oh I will make a scene oh I'm gonna make a scene like you're never gonna believe <laughs> and she was kind of laughing at me like it's okay it's okay I'm like you don't understand man like 10 years of MCU films really 11 if you think about it when that came out of that form of the characters of being connected that way and then growing up and being that comic books were the only thing I could read growing up. And that form and what it meant to me and what Stan Lee meant to me and not, and not having Stan Lee and all that, it just was like, damn. And, um, yeah, <laughs> it took me there. It took me to that place. And uh, it took a lot of people, though, to that place. A lot of people were like, wow, you know, like, we're not okay. Like, really, the world has not been okay since Tony Stark. <laughs> um, there's that meme going around that the world hasn't been okay since, you know, Tony did the snap. Since Tony undid, Th- undid Thanos snap. And, um, yeah, I mean... Pretty much. The world has not been okay. Like, the world has gone to shit. Every day, a little bit by a little bit, by a little bit more. Since then. And I'm like, damn it. Like, what the hell's going on? Like, I don't get it. You know, Syrup's racist. Freaking Land O'Lakes changed the thing. I'm like, I thought the Land O'Lakes thing was complete bullshit at first. And I was in Walmart yesterday, and I seen it. And sure enough, they took the Indian off the cover. I was like, what like that's real like what like oh my god like what the hell is the world coming to man everyone's offended by everything like i don't get it i don't understand it yeah i understand the the racism problem and all that i understand that that's not what i'm i'm blasting at here it's literally everyone's like oh you don't let them it's scary oh i need rounded edges pizza party and bubble wrap i would not oppose the pizza party I could tell you that. I would not oppose that. I'm just like, damn, man. Like, I don't get it. I don't get how everything is offensive. Like, oh, you breathed wrong. Oh, I'm offended. Eh. Eh. Like, when do we become so soft? 
When did that happen? Got to be the got to be the snap. Like straight up, got to be the snap. That's why we can't. That's why we can't have nothing nice. That's why we can't have Mandalorian season two yet. This guy's a damn snap. Damn you, Tony Stark. Ah, uh, but yeah, that's what's going on. Sitting here watching the world burn, pretty much. <laughs> like can't get Infinity Stones. They're gone. They've been destroyed. They've been given back to their respective timelines. And since I don't know how to time travel, where Smart Hulk's at? Mm, kind of screwed on that one. <laughs> like straight up, kind of, kind of screwed. But uh, yeah, it's gonna do it for this one, guys. Thanks for listening. <laughs>